Welcome back to JRoot Radio 97.5 FM. This is Shia Horowitz with Creating a Better World. We've been discussing, talking, and speaking about creating a better world for years now. And it has been an amazing journey. And this past week, during a lecture, I realized a very interesting thing. Moshe Rabbeinu stood at the last day of his life after leading the Jewish people for 40 years in the wilderness, after redeeming them, at least being the messenger to redeem them from the land of slavery, from bondage, he stood at the end of his life and he begged and begged and begged the Jewish people not to worship idols. He spoke to them at length and he continued to speak throughout the entire day. And right before he finished speaking, a heavenly voice came to him and said, You are about to die. The people will get up and they will sin, they will worship idols. After talking and talking and talking, after so much speaking and hard work, he tried to convince the Jewish people not to worship idols, not to be Ovid, Avidazara. And everything fell on deaf ears, as HaKadosh Bochu told him even before he died, when he was even in the middle of speaking, God told him, these people will worship Avidazara. I realized that words only go that far. There is a limit to how much words can accomplish. And that's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu that all your words will not really help completely. In the end, Jews will worship Avedizor. And it made me think about the most powerful influences of our life. The most powerful influences in life is not words. Rather, deeds. And let me explain. If we want to influence other people, we must lead by example. If we want to inspire other people, we must lead by example. If we want to change other people, we must lead by example. When other people see us behaving morally, ethically, correctly, they follow and do the same too. Therefore, more important than talking 
is the way we lead our life by example. Because others are influenced by our deeds. By, but I have realized an even truer statement. Not only are others influenced by our deeds. We ourselves are also influenced by our deeds. It is the way we act that causes us to become who we are. The more kindness we do, the more kind we become. The more compassionate acts we do, the more compassionate we become. We change others and we change ourselves by the deeds which we lead our life every day. It is the way we breathe, the way we talk, and the way we walk, the way we deal, that shapes us and shapes the people around us. What God was telling Moshe Rabbeinu on the last day of his life was, your words can only go that far. After talking the entire day, after talking the entire day and begging them not to sin, you will die, the nation will get up and sin. Because people need a live example in front of them. People need to be an example unto others, and people need to be an example unto themselves. Our deeds shape the people around us, and our deeds shape ourselves. I read a book, let me be clear, a history book about the Jewish people. It's called A History of the Jewish People. And I bought it in Eichler's and it was written by Paul Johnson. And part of the I would say the crux of the book is that the Jewish people have led the world by example. The world has come a long way. The world is not the same. The world is much better than it was thousands of years ago. And that is because of the Jewish voice, this silent voice that worked as the counterforce to the evil upon earth. It is a very deep thought, but I ask you to try and imagine the world if the world would never have had the Jewish people. Imagine a world filled with pagans, a world where people still sacrifice their children to their gods, a world where everyone cares only about themselves, a world where there is no story of Abraham to inspire mankind to care for another, a story where there is no a life, a world where there is no story of Jacob, a man who under duress, under the toughest conditions, never removed his sword or unsheathed it from its holder. Imagine a world without Yosef Atzadik, whose compassion burst forth even unto the strangers who enslaved him. Imagine a world without the voice of Isaiah, the voice of hope. Imagine a world without Jeremiah, 
the voice demanding morals and ethics from all humanity. It is important for us to close our eyes for merely a few moments and imagine a world without the Jewish people of the last 70 years. The influence we have had to change the world is so great and so vast, enormous, monumental. And the Jewish people never demanded credit for it. We just did what's right because it's right. We never preached about it. And that's how we changed the world. And then I realized another beautiful thought. Jewish people gathered together in shul three times a day. And twice a week and on Shabbos, we take out the Torah scroll from the ark. And we read. We read the Torah from beginning to end every year. And most of the weeks, we read halachot, laws. You would expect a people that come together and take out the Torah from the ark to read about creed, to read about theology. But Jews focused mainly on law because by reading about law and keeping the law, our deeds change us. We are who we are today because our ancestors and our parents kept the Torah and its laws for so many years. A Jew who doesn't keep the Torah laws will vanish. It is very deep what I'm saying now. Let me explain this once again. What has shaped the Jewish people, what has made us who we are today, is the fact that we kept the Torah laws all these years. And those who removed deed and filled its void with creed, speaking about Tikkun Olam, speaking about Or Lagoyim, speaking about creating a better world, but they cut out the part of deed. They're not prepared to do the details of Halakha, keep kosher, Taharosa Mishpacha, the laws of how to deal man amongst his friends, how to deal amongst the nations you live in. If we don't keep all those 613 plus mitzvot, we disappear. Because words don't keep us. It is the deeds that shape us and shape the man around us. And that's why it is so important to keep halachot. It is so important in all our ways, we should know our Creator. We should lead a life that enhances us, that uplifts us, that creates us the way we are. And although we didn't put so much focus in speech, we focused much more in deed. But we knew that it is the guide light, it is our destiny. It is where we want to be. It is the powerful voice, which has been the counter voice to all evil in society. 
that has created us the way we are today. I am taking a short break. We will be back momentarily. Thank you. Once again, you can text the show at 347-927-8398. Once again, you can text the show at 347-927-8398. 347-927-TEXT. Thank you. Again, thank you all for tuning in to JRoot Radio 97.5 FM. Thank you all for all your text messages, and I'll try to respond to them as I have time. Once again, if you want to text the show, it's 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. We're discussing the idea that it is deeds that shape us. It is deeds that make us who we are. And it is deeds, the way we act. It is deeds, the way we act, that changes the world. Nothing changes the world more than the way we act as we lead by example. In this week's Pasha, we read about counting the Jewish people. And God has a very interesting way of counting. Instead of counting the person, he says that every person should bring 
a coin, a coin, and place it in a big pushka. And then when we count the coins, we know how many people they are. And the chief rabbi, Lord Jonathan Sachs, asked the following question. Why? Why not count the people? Why make everyone bring a coin and count the coins? And he said an amazing answer. If we count Jewish people, we always fall into a kind of depression. Do you know that ever since Jews have existed, people have predicted that we would disappear? I want this to be very clear. What I'm saying now is very important. It's called the disappearing Jew. At every given moment in history, at every given moment in history, people have predicted that the Jew will disappear. They call it the disappearing Jew. They say that we are too outnumbered. We're too weak. We're not powerful enough. We cannot long endure. And in every generation, scientists, philosophers, wise men have claimed that in a generation or two, we, the Jewish people, we, the Jewish people, will disappear. So, Rabbi Sachs, going back to his words, he says that if you count the Jewish people, you can kind of despair. They're so few, so little. But when you start counting their donations, when you start counting their contributions, when you start counting what the Jewish people have given to the world, then by far they outnumber any nation. So God said, instead of counting the Jew, count his contribution, see what he has given the world, and you will be happy and amazed. Back to what we are discussing. The Jewish people were not afraid that they're few in numbers. They were not afraid that they were not powerful. All the Jews cared about was to give, to contribute, to help, to heal. And we have endured, although everyone else has disappeared. This is the amazing part of the Jewish story. That is why we are still here. We lived our life. We did what was right. We do what is right. And whatever people predict, whatever people say, doesn't count much. We must continue doing what is right because it is right. We will be taking a short break. Thank you.
What amazes me, as I welcome you back to JRoot Radio 97.5 FM, is the fact that we endured, but we endured with flying colors. Mark Twain, Paul Johnson, and all great writers were amazed by our survival. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us thousands of years ago, HaKadosh Baruch promised us that we will remain forever. Our message is eternal. Our voice is eternal. Our action is eternal. And our deeds are eternal. And the only true history is Jewish history because many countries study their history but there is no history that is so much studied there is no history that's so colorful there's no history that's more important than Jewish history and that's why and that's why it's mighty important to be in the good books of the Jewish people for instance Let's go to the Purim story. That's Haman. Haman. Haman was probably a hero. He probably was a real hero in Persian history, in his times. 
but he is remembered forever for the bad because it is Jewish history that prevails. Pharaoh was probably an amazing character in ancient Egyptian history, but he is forever associated with evil because it is Jewish history that prevails. Even 60, 70 years ago, Hitler was acclaimed as a hero in Germany. And let's not lie, as well, in many, as well in many cities in Europe. But it is the Jewish history that prevails. It is Jewish history that decides whether a person is evil, good, whether a deed is evil or good, whether a message is evil or good. The Jewish voice is the eternal voice because the eternal God has chosen an eternal people for an eternal message. For this we remain proud. We continue to do that which we have to do. We continue to love. We continue to give. We continue to contribute. We continue to hear the cry and the pain of those that no one listens to anymore. Klal Yisrael always united. United in charity. United in compassion. United to care. Kings and queens around the world stood and were astonished, amazed, dumbstruck how Jewish people take care of each other. How Jewish people care for one another. And here I like to quote a very important quote of Mr. Dennis Prager. He says the anti-Semite asks, why does the Jew care only for his brethren? Once again, the anti-Semite asks, why does the Jew care only for his brethren? And Mr. Dennis Prager says, why not ask, why do only Jewish people care for their brethren? Why do only Jewish people care for their brethren? Now, the entire question of the anti-Semite is nonsense. Jews cared for the entire world long before it was in style to care for one another. Yoyne Hanovi went to prophesy for Ninvi, for Assyria. Jewish people always cared for universal freedom, for universal happiness. But it is true that only Jewish people care for their brethren. And Margaret Thatcher said it to Menachem Begin, you never find a Jew in despair because long before he reaches the abyss, another Jew uplifts him. Together let us unite. Let us be part of the Jewish story. Let us sing the song of a new world. Let us be proud of our heritage and committed to our future. Thanks a million for tuning in to J Root Radio 97.5 FM. <laughs>